I'm Ashes Bird. How are you? I'm very well, Birdie. I'm very well. And welcome to the first Bouncing Off the Ground podcast. How are we doing on this fine morning in the beautiful county of Cheshire? Very good. Yeah, not too bad at all, mate. I'm, uh, I'm staying healthy, um, staying busy and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, maybe something of the cricket season a little bit later on. What about you? Yeah, pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. So we're not at the spiritual home of village cricket, the Croft, but we're at a we're in spirit at our spiritual home in our virtual clubhouse. You can almost hear the squeak of the hand pump as a post-match wheatwood gurgles into a glass. Um, and um, we're going to talk about a few things village cricket related. Sounds good. Okay, so we're in the virtual broken stump bar, bringing you a little bit of village cricket life as a poor, inadequate substitute for the real thing. Tell us some of the things that we're going to cover today, Birdie. Um, I think we're going to cover um, Elvis as a village cricketer. I believe we're going to, we're going to mention him and, uh, and, and bring him to life. Um, I think we're probably going to think about a couple of uh, light bulb moments that uh, that have crossed our paths. Um, we're both we're both the wrong side of fifty now, so I think uh, we've had a couple of moments that we thought hmm, on a cricket field that's a fairly seminal time. So I think we might uh, we might touch on a few of those and. Uh, just have a think as well about uh, things that have changed. I think you know, this is a this is a time when you know, a lot of reflection goes on. So uh, we'll just think about what's changed from uh, from early days of playing cricket um, to the to the present day, and whether they're whether they're for the better, whether they're for the worst, or whether they're just different. Um, and then I think uh, might be might be a good idea to just uh, talk a little bit about what's going on at the club as well, and and maybe we, if we've got any uh, any thoughts on what cricket will look like if we get any towards the end of the season so how does that sound that sounds pretty good so just a reminder for all our fans across the world that we're introducing our new series of celebrities reimagined as village cricketers and we're going to start with your favorite um, um, um elvis so but before we do that we're just going to talk a little bit about um the way we've been leading the pack on the social media and birdie what was your reaction when you first heard that young benedict had been put in charge of the club twitter feed um well i was i was uh, i was involved in the decisions um to uh, you know whether right or wrong and, uh, and they've turned out to be good ones um he's uh, he's done a good job and uh, he's still keeping going um just to for anybody who's, who's not been looking at those those social media things we've had quite a few on he's uh, put together um, some voting. So we've had a number of vote-offs, semi-finals of, of players, uh, new and old, going into into finals. And I believe we were uh, we were we were involved in one bash. I think most likely ducks, one of the first ones. I think we both managed to uh, to, to to creep into the final eight for that. Not sure. Did you? How far did you get in that one? No, I was. Uh, that was the only one I featured in most likely to get a duck. And um, I I was a little bit surprised to make the top eight. I thought it might be in the top 12 because there was a few people in there whose duck to innings ratios was was more one to six than than, than one to seven. But um, but, yeah, no, there were some really, really good ones. And um, I thought the I thought the first one, very good decision to go with a non-controversial one to start in terms of the best Barnet. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and. Quite fitting that a man in his eighth decade, with the eighth wonder of the world on his head, um, won that by a um, a country mile. So, um, so no controversy there with the um, president's barnet being confirmed as one of the um, one of the best ever. I mean, results in that poll ones that the North Korean leader would have been happy with, definitely. 
Definitely. Anything else jump out from you from the from the votes um, from you, Birdie? I thought I thought Craig Craig was uh, was nailed on as the uh, as the best looking man in the club without without a doubt. I thought another another non controversial one there. And oh, I'm I'm not I can't. I mean, Adrian, we agree on most things, but I think I think that was the most competitive. Really. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, listen, it's not something you normally associate with village cricket, but I, I taken it for granted. I was surprised at the the overall level of good looks in that top eight. I mean, apparently there's talk of a calendar for a fundraising calendar for next year, but it's only <laughs> going to run to August. <laughs> it's okay, fine, good, good. No, it's all, it's all personal taste. You know, Rob, Rob Massey, I know, was uh, was a, was a was a favourite, uh, good looking lad from from you know, a few years back. Um, but I think you know it. It kept it kept the club interested. Um, caused a bit of controversy. Um, certainly, the the you know, the Johnny Ollier uh, fan club raised its head a few times. My uh, my ex opening bowling partner Johnny, um, and it was all good natured in the end. And uh, and Johnny got his rightful place in the uh, in the in in the final. But uh, as he as he mentioned to me, he was happy to bring the drinks out in the end in that in that in that, in that final eight. So all good fun. And then we moved on, of course, to the um, to the Q and A's. They were good fun. I thought the Q and A's were good. Um, I think there's still some to come on that. I believe there is um, risk of the chairman doing one um, as well, and even Matt Godwin. I believe uh, there's a rumor that Matt Godwin might do one. Well, I think when's yours coming up, Ash? I don't, I've, been, I've not been approached probably just as well, but I think I mean certain KOs is going to corner the market for um, insomnia treatment, isn't it? Well, we'll see. <laughs> he has known to be to be a little dour on occasions. Um, I think. I think at one time he did. Uh, he did uh, ask me when, when it was the, the nicest, the nicest man in KCC. Uh, he, he did call me for a few tips. But did I, he? Uh, I, I did. I did say to him. I said, Look, well, it's, it's, yeah, no, I, I, it's I, in I, the jeans. I, I mean, it's in the jeans. You can't. You can't suddenly turn it on. Yeah, and well, let's hope so. I mean, I've got a huge amount of time for Kieran. His many qualities, but I think um, I'm not sure a Q and A with the chairman is going to be a morale booster during lockdown. But we'll <laughs> we'll see about that yeah. one. And then so, most recently, of course, we've got the uh, we've had the um, the uh, on this day, and I thought that's been good. That's that's, that's yeah, gone no, back that, to kind of yesteryear. That's been very um, good. Yes, news of you missing a straight one and plenty of burden five. Didn't quite realise how many uh, overs Pete Pierce bowled, but uh, yeah, it's uh, he's, he's featured well, a few I mean, times. I think, I, I think if you just take the matches and divide the number of available overs in the whole game by fifty by half, then you're um, you get that's a rough idea. A number of twenty something comes out, correct? Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. So you're obviously we're obviously sparing your blushes because you were a big double award winner on the awards. Just to go back and say you were voted our goat. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, the yeah. nicest guy of all. So that was, and that's a competitive field. That's a competitive field. So well yeah. done to you. Thank you very much. Yes, Adrian, good job so... we're on the radio. Yeah, I'm blushing. So yeah, good job. Yeah. We're, not, we're not live on television. Yeah. Very good, very good. So so the awards have been excellent. Q and A's have been really good, especially getting lots of our younger players. Um, um, engage with the club, um, but just kind of changing tack completely, Birdie. We, one of the things that we're, we're going to do on our long series of podcasts that will be lasting for the next um, the next two hours or twenty years, who knows? Is um, we're going to reimagine celebrities as as village cricketers, and it's no surprise to people who know you that we've chosen um, Elvis up up front. So, what sort of um, what sort of village cricket did you think Elvis would have been? Hmm. Okay. Um, I think. I think he. I think first of all, I think uh, you know. I think everybody uh, has their own way of coping with lockdown. I think. Uh, I think Elvis would have would have found that relatively easily. Um, I think uh, he would have. Uh, he, he did a lot of eating. 
and a lot of, a lot of singing obviously and i think he would have he'd have managed to do that quite easily when most people are doing a, a lot of eating and some are doing a lot, a lot a lot of singing um in terms of on the on the field um i think uh, he would have been in terms of dress sense i'm thinking now there wouldn't have been a lot of difference between the 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 vegas white jumpsuit and the whites that he would have put on i mean there are there are a pair of um kind of whites flannels that uh, a bit like the ones that toby mullins wears a little bit flared at the ends of a kind of vent aeration panel down the side he, he definitely had a pair of those on um large colors obviously medallion medallion uh, blinding the bowler with the with the reflection from the from the sun i, I can i, I can I, you know i'm almost about to say i played in that game i mean <laughs> that, that was that was uh, that was that brought it all to life. So for me, I think there are, you can see two stages. There's the jailhouse rock cricketer, so young, loose limbed. I could see him getting a, a big swinger of the ball, and I sort of see a sort of like a Jimmy Anderson, Chris Wokes player, but some, mm. certainly someone who could who could bat and bowl, mm. super athletic, bounding in, and um, but but I think I think I think the Vegas years are when he was more of a village cricketer in mm. the whites. I can see him as a guy who the club are desperate for him to lose a bit of weight and get back into shape. And and he's playing twos cricket at this stage and he can still turn it on occasionally, five mm. overs, a big hitter in the middle order, lots of cameos in the 30s, but a real sense of a great cricket talent yeah, lost. I was, thinking, I was thinking more, not much of a bowler, to be honest with you, more of a bit of, you know, because it would, running in, running in would kind of shake that, shake that quiff around a little bit too much. I'm thinking more of just a, a bit of a gentle spinner, a bit of a Chris Gale with the, with the ball, just a few overs to tighten things up. But I was thinking rather than, uh, you know, rather than a kind of bish bash cricketer, it would, it would, the, the innings would build like, you know, like one of the, like one of the seventies uh, kind of Vegas songs. It would, it would start off, you know, a couple of singles, then, you know, a couple of fours. And, but very importantly, halfway through, I think he would definitely have had a couple of players' wives running on with, uh, with, with, with beer towels to, 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 to uh, mop the sweat off his brow. I think that's very important. I can yeah. see. I can see a. I can see a Tetley's beer towel permanently tucked in the back of his. Absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. No, I. I do see him. I see him. See him certainly, um, as a as a, as a big presence on the field, but spending more almost all of his time at first slip. Definitely. Um, yeah. I'd be much much much, um, much grass on those um, on those ones. Um, but just just to pause on Elvis for a second, there's a lot of clinking in the background there. You're not actually in the broken stump bar, are you? It's just, the, <laughs> no, the, it's, just you putting out the um, putting out the empties. It's uh, it's it's the collection, yeah. It's the collection, right, not okay. from not from down the bottom of the drive. It's not viola down the bottom of the drive. It's actually yeah, no, it's uh, it's from the bottom of my drive. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Yes. Yeah, so so I can I can see I can see Elvis as a village cricketer quite easily, and we'll look at some other celebs as the podcast series develops into a worldwide internet sensation but we ought to just pause and just mention our headline sponsor awesome bats awesome bats indeed yeah awesome bats the um 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 boutique cricket repairs for the cricket geek in your life um and we'll mention perhaps what we might do if we ever get to a second episode on the bat front because i know there's a lot of guys who play a lot of good guys and girls who play British cricket who have an unhealthy obsession with the willow and we might explore that at a at future at, at a future date. 
Indeed, yeah. So, number of number of contenders, but uh, yeah, certainly also absolutely. one man, one man, one garage, one quality product. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As opposed to um um Piggy's garage, which just appears to be full of old cricket bats that he's been accumulating since he uh, since he started however however long ago. Indeed. Some of them make their way to all some bats actually. Yeah, yeah. Well I mean listen, I don't I don't know whether you'll be leading on the, the cricket bat um, special in our next episode because um, from what I gather you've never actually bought one in your four and a half decade career a new one I mean I mean obviously no. you've acquired them is that is that actually true Bertie? Um I think the last time you know I ever I ever bought a uh, a bat this is this is serious was it was actually I think instead of uh, it was an engagement present so I think uh, I thought we bought an engagement an engagement ring for my wife and uh, and I had a cricket bat yeah, county, a county. That was it. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so it's got to be right. a special occasion for, for me to buy. Right. Got to be a special occasion. Yeah. Well, I think that's that is one of the benefits of being a lower order batsman, which I mean, I was very much well, still am. I mean, I've never changed from that. But um, you do get you get a number of seasons out of it. Um, you know, and and you can round those up to the nearest ten, really. But it's interesting as you get a bit older about what you invest in. I mean, I remember playing with a guy who was a great left, like yourself, a great left arm. Um, seeing bowler and he stopped at about 52, 53 and asked him why he was packing. He said, well, he was only on his second pair of boots and he didn't really want to invest in a third pair. Yeah. And that was that was it. They both lasted him kind of like 20 years apiece and didn't really want the expense and that was the reason he closed the you know, um, call time on his career. Indeed. There but, was a lot of, I mean, you know, I say we, we may touch on the uh, the old days a bit later on, but there was a lot of uh, serious first team level cricket, a lot of sharing of bats. I remember when I was you know, when I was a, a youngster, um, and you know, first team cricketers were, were asking the the lower order bats, were asking the upper order, can I just can I just borrow your bat? And it was fairly normal. It was fairly common. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there was the, there was the big kit back and um, odd, you know, going out with two right gloves. I mean, that's something we obviously changed with. Well, I mean that's changed anyway, but I mean the sharing of kit will be completely obliterated now with very with, true with COVID nineteen. Yeah. Very um, true. But there was nothing worse than lending your pristine batting gloves to somebody who batted three, hit a quick fast sixteen, came back, and you realised that they hadn't worn any inners. That was um, yeah, not nice. No. One of the one of the one of the pleasures of cricket in the olden days, Birdie, where when I was at my peak, but I think yours might still be to come. So anyway, listen, we, we are, we've got a lot to talk about and I'm looking down at at, um, at the clock here, mate, and um, this is turning into war and peace. So let's quickly move on okay. to another regular feature, which is going to be our light bulb moments where we share the wisdom of the ages mm. with our mm. younger listeners about things that made you think differently about about cricket. And, and mine actually wasn't on the, on the field of play. I mean, I've, Try to not do too much thinking when I'm out there. But I, as a kid, I used to read a lot of cricket books, and I know it's hard for um, a lot of younger people to imagine that there was a world without the internet. And some holidays involved just watching the cricket and reading cricket books. And I remember reading one, and what happened was in this in this book there was a little section which talked about a game in which the West Indies told landscapes that he wasn't to receive the ball back at the bowler's end when it was thrown in because they wanted to minimise the risk of him getting a finger injury because he was so crucial to that game. And I remember sitting down and thinking, 
cool, there is more to this game than just running in and banging it in short of a length. It just made me think about the the sort of strategy and every little bit of um, uh, every little adjustment that you could make to um, to try and get a bit of advantage. I mean, massively ahead of its time, kind of the sort of, you know, um, with the continuous improvements you see in things like cycling. But that was mine. That made me really think very differently and was a bit of a light bulb moment. I mean, have you got any anything particularly from 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 the village scene or from your long um, cricket career that you would pass on as a little insight? I think it's I think it's you've got to as a youngster. I think you know when you when you when you're playing cricket as a as a, as a youngster, you can you, know, you just generally think this this game is not necessarily easy, but you know I, I'm a you know a medium pacer or I'm a middle order batsman, whatever. I think you've just got to be mindful that that. The game is there's so many things going on in the game, and you, and and you have to adapt. and And there's nothing wrong with thinking, right? Okay, that's not quite working for me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of move on to something else. And you can the beauty of cricket, I think, is you can reinvent yourself. Um, and one one kind of moment springs to my mind. A couple, but I'll, you know, time's pushing on, so so can't just go for one. And uh, and when I was a kid, I used to bowl. I used to bowl left arm spin. And uh, and that kind of wasn't going that well, whatever. And obviously, I've returned to it in in later years. But but uh, I changed to uh, to to seam up, and then got to forty. And everybody says, you know, life at forty, you know, you you're slow down, whatever. I thought, well, that's not a problem. Um, but I got to about forty four, I think it was, and uh, and you know, I should have saw the rising on the wall a couple of a couple of you know matches or maybe years before, but uh, then remember there was one game up at the Croft against against Aston. And uh, and the ball wasn't swinging much, and my pace was obviously down a little bit, and uh, and that was my kind of light bulb moment in terms of right, you know what, this is now uh, over. I've got to, you know, what I don't want to do is gradually go down, you know, play play twos, and you know, being a seam bowler still, and just getting worse and worse every game. I thought it'd be demoralising, so that's when I decided to change change back to spin. So I think you know the light bulb moment there was, you know, it's it's. You, there are times in the game when you just have to say, you know what, that's done. I'm going to now move on to something else. But the beauty of it is, obviously, you can you can move on. You can become a batsman. You can you can you can, you can do whatever. But uh, but you know, message to the kids: be prepared for change. Yeah, no. Well, listen, I'll I'll just chuck one other one and a practical one. Where I remember when I started playing after after college, went to start to play village cricket regularly, and we and and it's. You can't believe the start of the summer we've had now, but I remember playing this down in Kent um, in April, and my first game with my the first club. I say that for a long time, um, and all the older guys had thermals in their cricket bags, mm. and I and I just thought, you know, what on earth are you doing that? Kind of thing. Anyway, spent you know six hours at the ground, limited facilities, a chill April wind about nine degrees i was in marks and spencers on monday getting some old-fashioned thermals which stayed in my cricket bag for about 30 years after that just to make sure that i was never in that position again so yeah you can't have enough stuff in your cricket bag that would be another one of mine you know tape spare stuff spare pair of cricket shoes all of that sort of stuff really really important so many, many of you have borrowed my scissors bash my yeah my kit bag scissors absolutely yeah. yeah so so um so anyway, so that's that's us rambling on about things, and they may well become regular features for the podcast in the future. Um, we'll talk a little bit about what might come up in our next episode, uh, but should we just talk a little bit about the current situation and, and what's um, what, what's happening to 
to village cricket, particularly what we're going to be doing up at the Croft. Do you know the details of our our big fundraising event, Birdie? Um, I know a little bit about it. Again, this is uh, this is our, our club captain, uh, Mr. Stollart, has, uh, has has put this one forward. This is his baby, and I think it will be good. Um, it's a twenty four hour cricket run, so if you can imagine, I think we'll probably do it on the astroturf, and uh, we'll have a you know wicket set out there and uh, a little bit of a table for uh, for I think Stolly's going to going to be up there the whole time and, and count the number of runs. So so it will be as many people as possible getting involved. We'll have to do it for twenty four hours. So there'll be some, someone running up and down and full cricket whites. And uh, and they will be doing it for twenty four hours, so it'll be it'll be good fun, yeah. And uh, it's it's a fundraiser, as you said. There's a there's a just giving page for it, um, and uh, we'll try and raise as much money as possible. I think that'll be uh, as, as it says on the on the just giving page. That'll be a combination of of uh, of good of good causes locally related to the uh, the current virus, um, and make tend to be able to obviously make sure the club survives as well. So uh, so that'll be good, yeah. Yeah, no, it's really important stuff. So, so the best place to find details of everything that's going on is um, our twi- our Facebook and our Twitter yeah, pages. Yeah. So at KCC Schools, that's KCC Schools, all one word, no underscoring anything like that, or just search for Kingsley Cricket Club Cheshire online, um, and we'll make sure all the relevant links are available there. It's really important that we um, keep bringing in some funds. It is an incredibly tough year for. Um, club cricket and um, I know a huge number of clubs are doing a, a, a lot of work to try and uh, survive. It's really important that we have um, a club to come back to after after this um, after this um, this crisis. But anything else about the the the, the, the COVID nineteen world that's in a cricketing sense that's caught your eye, Birdie? Um, oh, just before I go on, just to uh, just to go, Hazel wouldn't forgive me. Don't forget easy fundraising as well. So you can you can you can. Link easy fundraising to your uh, to your um, browser and, uh, and raise money for the club in that way as well. And again, details. Okay. Details. Well, we'll make we'll yeah. we'll make sure that when the when this um, yeah. um, podcast um, that's going out to Crofters fans all over the world goes live, um, we will make sure that those links are up a few times okay. um, on the Twitter feed. Okay. But uh, yeah, going back, it's uh, we're very lucky. Of course, we've got Anthony. Um, you know, he lives on the ground, obviously, and, and he's, has made a nice little practice pitch for us because we're now we're now allowed to practice. Um, so uh, that's been good. I've only been up once, though. It's been it's been it's been strange, and I know a lot of a lot of the youth have been up and they've been practicing and making uh, taking advantage of the situation. Um, but I had a bowl just the once. What about you, Bash? Have you have you been up and and uh, turn your arm over? <laughs> No, no, because I can't, Birdie. That's oh that's one of the main reasons there. I mean, I'm 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 stuck into that role of just wandering around, giving everyone, you know, advice, the benefit of my unstructured opinions, that sort of thing. That's good, that's good. an important part of any club. That indeed, um, absolutely, that, you need a sage. That you some, need a sage. Yeah, that someone does that. But I have got in. You know, I know there's been quite a lot of um, talk recently about eyesight testing and how oh, yeah. you make sure your eyes are upturned. Of course, when you get to when you've got varifocals and one kind like me, that's a big deal. But I, I certainly wouldn't be going on a sort of 30-mile round drive to a local castle to test my eyes, but I have got a very good way of, of doing it, and that is get down to your local club, um, get the bowling machine cranked up to about 85 miles an hour, perhaps a little bit of a little bit of water on um, just short of a length, and um, get those hard um, uh, bowling machine balls coming at you, you know, mid-80s, 
and um, and that certainly will tell you whether or not you've got a problem with your eyesight or not. I mean, it's not safe, but it is safer for everyone else. Sounds very sensible um, to me. Sounds the, totally the, responsible to me. No problem at all. The, the drive. And, and, of course, the great thing about it is, is you can do it in a socially distanced way. You've got somebody who's at least 22 yards away from yeah. you doing that. So you could actually have, you know, you have eight or nine people along there and, and obey the rules. But, uh, but yes, yeah, certainly um, good. A, a good way of testing your eyesight. Yeah. If, you, if, you need to, if you need to do that before... A long trip somewhere, well, you know, like for example, if you were going to Durham to play for Cheshire over fifties, you never know. You never know. Well, I was thinking actually, to be honest with you, it was uh, the, the pitch was um, the, the, the the practice pitch that Anthony's made is getting a bit getting a bit worn now. So I was thinking of uh, travelling a little bit further afield for uh, for a bit of a practice. And uh, Chester the Street, I hear the pitches at Chester the Street are uh, are quite good. So uh, you know, apparently we're allowed to do that now. So hey, why not? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's certainly, I mean, one of the things you notice on Twitter, there's a huge number of fans looking absolutely magnificent at the moment. And yeah. it's just, it's been, inc- I can't think of a better start to the summer. And we'd have probably had, you know, maybe mm. eight or nine games yeah. um, under our belts. And, and the conditions for playing in the evenings, in particular, have been, have been, um, been really good. Been yeah. really good. So, um, so we're probably getting towards the end of our, um, our, um, our catch up on all things village cricket related. Bertie, anything else that you want to, Pick up on and share with Crofters fans before we wrap up. Um, blimey, is it that time already? Wow. Um, no, only I think only a couple of other couple of things just just to, to think about. I think what we are going to do. I think I think cricket will arrive at some time, um, at some stage. I think it'll probably be August time when we're allowed to do something. Um, but another thing that, um, that I think Stott is doing is we're going to start with some kind of single wicket tournament um, and hopefully all that can be done safely, etc. So if we do get the green light from, from the ECB, we'll, we'll have a, a single wicket tournament and then we'll, we'll, that'll be a nice social occasion. Hopefully we'll all see each other again. Um, but I think we, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll, I know that, I know that Paul Betteridge and, and the people at Cheshire Cricket are going to, are putting together some proposals for what, what the season could look like. And that will probably end up being some kind of regional thing, maybe T20s. So, so yeah, hopefully we can, we can get something out there and, uh, and, uh, that'll be, well, you know, that'll be good fun. So, so my suggestion would be if, if we do get kind of seven or eight weeks and, and we play some, some Saturday cricket, I do hope that. Um, perhaps there's a chance to sort of experiment with the formats a little bit, particularly around win-lose cricket, and see what um, forty-over cricket with some bowling restrictions and and those sorts of things might do, and and just to you know get the captains involved and see whether or not there are formats that particularly work to sort of reinvigorate the format, and we won't get a better chance if we have yeah. you know five or six Saturdays free to to test things out. Yeah, why not? Okay. Okay. So that's that's interesting. I think we've um, if um, still listening at this point, we'll just let them know what's coming up um, with our next podcast, um, which we'll perhaps do just to keep a um, um, a bit of interest in 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 the game and and, and local village cricket um, going to chip in. Um, is that um, next time we're going to be looking at some more celebrities reimagined as Village cricketers, um, more lightball moments, and perhaps people can chip in and share theirs. Um, we're going to have a little feature on what makes the perfect cricket bat. I think I have to say, I think we are incredibly unqualified to lead on that, mm. so we might have to a guest invite a special guest. Yeah, invite, I think we should invite a guest. I've got a couple of people um, people in mind. I think um, I think Piggy and um, yeah. um, and Andrew yeah. would be would be very good on that. Yeah. And I don't know whether we can record. 
um, for six hours straight. But um, I know those guys will have a lot to say as about long as they, it. As long as they supplement and don't replace me. I don't want you, I don't want you kicking me off just yet. No, 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 no. Listen, we are we 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 own the copyright here. But in this time next year, we'll be millionaires. Um, we'll we'll get those guys on. We'll do that. We'll round up a little bit of um, a little bit of club news. But we've almost given people um, half an hour of um, wow. a, a, a cricket-based uh, chat. So we'll um, we'll wrap it up there, and we'll see if we can get this um, stuck out there for colleagues to listen to. Colleagues, I'm in work mode here. I'm in the office. Um, 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 uh, supporters, fans, club members alike. I'll have a listen back later and see whether or not we've libeled anybody like here in a line. And um, we'll uh, we'll see where we get to. So until next time, Booty. Pleasure. Take care. You too. Bye bye. You've been listening to Bouncing Off the Ground. If you'd like to support our fundraising efforts for Kingsley Cricket Club please go to www.justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash Kingsley Cricket Club where you can find details of our fundraising event on Friday the 3rd and Saturday the 4th of July. Thank you very much for your support.